Gimme, gimme back, gimme back, that love attack, gimme, gimme back, gimme back, that love attack, gimme, gimme back, gimme back, that love attack. Ah, there we go. Uh, What a way to start the podcast, eh? Anyway, selfie. Ah, there we are. Uh, Just done a selfie. Uh, Right, hello everyone and welcome to episode 22 of Steve's weekly podcast. I'm able to listen to right now on Spotify Music, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well. You know what, actually? I'm very, very curious to know this. But, uh, I mean, I've just... Okay, I'm recording this podcast on the back of just ending a Twitch stream uh, because I just decided to do a Twitch stream uh, over on Twitch. I was playing Forza Motorsport 7 um, for an hour. Uh, By the way, uh, please do give me a follow on Twitch if you are not yet following me on Twitch. It's Steve Crosby Official. Let's get me to affiliates. Let's get me to a Twitch affiliate. 2021 has to be the year that I become a Twitch affiliate, okay? Um, I'm going to try and make that my my mission. Uh, I really am going to make that my mission for this year, is to get over 50 followers uh, on Twitch and then become a Twitch affiliate. Uh, So yeah, you know what? I was just very curious to know and should I do it? Oh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to take you guys with me. All right. I'm literally going to start up my Xbox all over again. All right. Um, I'm going to sit you guys down there for a minute. uh, Because I'm just curious to know if maybe you can listen to my podcasts. I think I do actually have the uh, podcast app on my Xbox. So I'm just about to find out. Um, Oh, the beauty of having your Xbox right near. Uh... (laughs) Good job I'm not doing this podcast from, like, far away. Like, you know, I'm doing these podcasts from the comfort of my home. Um, But there we go. Right, let's find out. I think I do actually have the podcast app on my Xbox. Uh, Let's find out. Uh, The Microsoft Store is currently being updated at the moment. Uh, My Games and Apps. Then we go into Apps. Ah, there we are. It's called Podcasted podcasted um <laughs> that's a very weird way that's weird weren't it podcasted um that's i know what i'm all i'm gonna do is literally search for steve when it loads um i'm just curious to know steve's it's gonna take me a while to um find it uh weekly you probably just hear like the sound of me like with my controller podcast podcast i'm feeling very hungry by the way um is it there oh my god it is oh there we go look the beauty and i've just received a message as well on my phone you know what i'm gonna take a photo of that um and i'm gonna send that to my best friend uh, Kyra, give me a second. Um, so she just messaged me actually saying, "Hey, good stream." Um, hey, thank you so much for enjoying my stream and giving it a host. I really do 
appreciate it with a smiley face happy emoji and then what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a photo of this you're probably gonna hear it now actually you probably heard that um and go i'm just gonna say um i just found out i can listen to my own podcasts on my xbox one console <laughs> there we go ah uh, actually let me let me let me hit the uh no 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 i didn't want the search button i just wanted that one steve's weekly podcast okay and then it literally oh it does it actually does it comes up with all my podcasts so the podcast that i did last week is on here the podcast i did the week but oh it's all on here there we go um yeah so episode 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And there we go. That's all my podcast. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't know that until today. Um, so there we go. I thought <laughs> for a second then, I thought I was just about to hit the uh, video call button for my friend Kyra because I still had uh, messages open on my uh, phone. Right. Anyway, there we go. So we just found out something. Uh, a little bit interesting uh, in the form of that my podcasts are also available to listen to via the podcasted app um, on the um, on the Xbox One console. I should imagine that you probably uh, listen to my podcasts on an Xbox One console, Xbox Series X and Series S console as well. Uh, so there we go. Right, I am back. I'm sitting back down now where I was originally, where I had my uh, podcast all uh, set up. Uh, I'm just going to move something a little bit closer to me. There we go. That's better. Uh, right, anyway, so welcome to the podcast. A lot has been going on this week. Um, so I do need to really, really get through this uh, very, very quick. I mean, there's so much I've got to talk about in this week's podcast. So much. Uh, so we're going to talk, um, I'm just going to run down what, what it is that I'm going to talk to you guys about. So we have got, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Now TV, okay, and Sky Cinema, because there's some news regarding that, which I'm going to tell you about very, very soon. Um, in fact, there's two bits of news that I've got to bring to you in regards to uh, Now TV, so I'll talk to you guys a bit about that in a few moments. Uh, also as well, I'll be talking uh, about how, I mean, I've got to, I, I've literally got to address the Harry and Meghan situation. I mean, I can't leave this, um, you know, like, I can't leave this in, in the dark. I, I do feel as though uh, I'm going to get my opinions across on this myself, okay? Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm also going to talk a little bit about Piers Morgan as well. Uh, because something has happened to him this week uh, in regards to his role as a breakfast TV uh, presenter. And I'll talk to you guys a little bit about that very, very shortly. Uh, also as well, coming up on this week's podcast, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury as well. I've got the review on that uh, as well. Um... And I think I said about WandaVision. Maybe I didn't say anything about WandaVision yet, but 
just in case I haven't mentioned WandaVision, I am also going to talk to you guys about WandaVision and talk about the series as a whole, talk about the series finale as well, um, and yeah, we'll... We'll take it from there. We will take it from there, okay? Uh, by the way, I just thought very quickly I'd remind my uh, podcast listeners as well, whoever this does uh, reach out to on a weekly basis, that um, that it is Mother's Day uh, this Sunday here in the UK. So that is the uh, 14th of March, 2021. So you've got around about another day. At, in real time, you've got about another day left. Uh, to go and get your Mother's Day uh, flowers and cards or, uh, or you know, stuffed toys or whatever you get your mum for Mother's Day. Yeah, you've literally got around about 24 hours or maybe a little bit more uh, than 24 hours left to um, go and get your mum something for Mother's Day. Um, by the way, I just thought I'd also let you guys, uh, give you guys a little bit of an update in regards to Instagram. Um, now, today, throughout uh, the day on Instagram, I have been posting on some of my other Instagram pages uh, that I have been doing um, or have been running over the last year, I'm going to say, over the last year. Uh, so, for example, I've got an Instagram page called The Hungry Steve. And it's funny because right now, at the time of recording this podcast, I am feeling quite peckish. Um, what have I actually... Have I got anything nearby that I could just eat? Just like... It doesn't matter what it is. You know what? I'm going to have a rainbow cookie. Ah, oh, I'm going to have a rainbow... Can I grab my rainbow cookies? Or should I have something else? What do I have? I don't want... Yeah, let's have a rainbow cookie. Ah, rainbow, rainbow, rainbow cookie. I love rainbow cookies. Uh, by the way, if you're wondering where I get my rainbow cookies from, I get them from a shop here in the UK called B&M. And they are so addictive. I had some last night, actually. I had a whole packet last night because they're so good. And I ate the whole pack. And, yeah, they, they're just too addictive. Uh, uh, mm. Mm, 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 mm. 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 These are so good. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Right. Uh. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Right. Uh. Is that better, Steve? Yes, it is. Okay. Ah, right. So, Instagram. That's probably going to fill me up until the end of the podcast. Uh, Instagram. So, The Hungry Steve um, is obviously a... It's a page. (coughs) Excuse me. It's a page where I post all my different foods. So... For example, if I go out to Weatherspoons when it's safe to do so, um, then sometimes I like to take a photo of what I had at Weatherspoons. It's kind of like a food diary or a food blog, um, I guess you could say. And yeah, sometimes when I'm out and about, I like to take a photo of my food 
uh, and post it on on uh, Instagram. And I uh, decided last year uh, to create this Instagram page where I just post all about food and drinks as well. Uh, some of them I have reviewed. Uh, some of the foods and drinks that I've ta- taste tested before, I've reviewed uh, and given it, yeah, kind of a recommendation or or not so much a recommendation. Um, so yeah, so I've been posting some um, content on there today. I've got this huge back catalogue of uh, in of, um, of food posts that need to go up on my Instagram page uh, on that Instagram page and. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into doing that um, again. That's for sure. Um, and then there's also my Funko Steve page, which I started doing last summer. I can confirm that actually, by the time this podcast does uh, reach your ears or your speakers, wherever uh, you like to listen to this podcast from, uh, if you do go and give my Funko Steve instagram page a uh, follow uh, there is actually going to be a brand new post up on there right now uh, for you guys to see it's going to be the first funko uh, post that i have done this year it's going to be the first funko post that i've done in months as well um and then what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be posting a brand new post on that uh, instagram page every friday moving forward uh roughly between the times of 4 p.m or 6 p.m uh uk time okay so uh please do give me a follow on there as well uh that would be very very much appreciative um so yeah i mean i've got quite a few funkos to share on there um actually as a matter of fact i think when i first started collecting my funko pops um and i was starting to post them on that very uh instagram page um i'm gonna i'm I'm actually gonna see uh because i am curious um i think there is a couple of funkos that i have now um no it's not that no that's the hungry steve instagram page there we go i wanted this one um so i did that one i did that one that one okay yeah there is a couple of um funkos that i haven't posted yet obviously over christmas at christmas i did get like another maybe three or four funko pops as well which are going to be going into the mix i'm just curious to see very quick um there's very dark clouds outside my window one second let me just see so i haven't posted the woody one or there's another mickey mouse one i've not posted yet um and that's pretty much it isn't it yeah 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 that is yeah so that one's posted that one's posted that one's posted that one's posted and that one's posted okay so yeah that's basically it okay um okay so there's two funko pops that i've not posted in my collection uh when i started collecting my funko pops um late last year which are still yet to be uploaded onto instagram so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna post them up uh one one of them's gonna go up this week one of them's gonna go up next week 
Then I have then got, actually, and the funny thing is, they are still in the box. Um, not once have I actually got them out since getting them at Christmas. Uh, then I've got one, two, three, four. So technically, over the next six weeks, I have got enough Funko Pops to upload on my Instagram page. And on top of that as well, I am thinking in April, on my next payday in April, uh, whenever that will be, um, I am gonna, I might get another three Funko Pops. Um, because I, I just like to collect them. They're like a little hobby, you know, like, and that, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I do like collecting them. I really do. Um, and there is someone that I know who is a massive, massive collector of them. Um, and he does from time to time. He sells them off uh, to get a profit and stuff like that. But I really do like, I do like collecting them. And there is an app that I go on on my phone uh, called Zavi. Um, and... Yeah, they do all these various different ones. I mean, they've got... I mean, in my basket at the moment, you've got Green Giant. You know, the, you know the advert. Ho, 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 Green Giant. Um, well, yeah, they've got a, 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 a pop vinyl figure of him. You've got the Coca-Cola can um, pop vinyl. You've got a Coca-Cola bottle cap uh, pop vinyl. And you have also got the KFC... Kurt, um, Colonel Sanders pop vinyl as well, which I really want to get. Um, so yeah, I'd love to get that. Um, and obviously, I mean, they just keep adding more and more and more. I mean, they've got one division pop vinyls like Agatha Harkness, Halloween Wonder, Scarlet Witch, uh, the White Vision uh, Funko Pop as well. Um, and some of these are right now they, they're available to to pre-order uh, so obviously yeah you can't get them at the moment I mean they've got this one which I really am debating about getting uh, it's a Iron Man uh, Funko Pop it's a Marvel Avengers Infinity War Iron Man exclusive pop vinyl figure but here's the twist in the tale he lights up um and yeah, admittedly, it's a little bit more expensive than the normal Funko Pops. Um, oh, great, it's raining outside now. I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to start raining because those clouds out there were so dark. Um, but yeah, but it's $14.99. Now, normally a Funko Pop costs around about $10.99. And obviously, they do, on Zavi, they do have a deal where you can buy... Uh, three Funko Pops for 30 quid, which ain't too bad. Uh, even if it's like a £2 saving or something like that. You know, I mean, yeah, it's still quite a good offer. Uh, obviously, they've got like the Mandalorian as well. They do Baby Yoda. Um, they do the Simpsons uh, Funko Pops. They they literally just do various different Funko Pops. And, you know, I would, yeah, I do love collecting them. Uh, I really do love collecting them and I do want to get back into uh, collecting them again. So maybe in April I will get back into uh, collecting the Funko Pops again. 
Um, and then, yeah, and then we'll go from there. So uh, if you're not yet following me on uh, the Funko Steve Instagram page, then please do give it a follow. It's Funko Steve, okay? Uh, and the other Instagram page that I do have is the Hungry Steve uh, for my food posts. If you want to, if you want to see all things uh, geeky, then uh, obviously when I when I say geeky, I mean like gaming or streaming service stuff. Then go and give me a follow on the Geeky Steve uh, Instagram page, which is the Geeky Steve. Okay, uh, that is my Instagram page on there as well. So I'm gonna come out of uh, Zavi's for now um but yeah it's uh, always nice to get an update and see what's new on the funko side of things um and i definitely do know for a fact that you know when falcon and the winter soldier begins on disney plus next week that we're gonna start seeing more funko pops um coming from falcon and the winter soldier as well so yeah so there's gonna be quite a few Funkos that I'm definitely going to want to get through the um, yeah through uh, One Division and through um, Falcon the Winter Soldier and maybe even Loki when that series uh, begins as well on uh, Disney Plus later this year. So there we go. Uh, right. Anyway, so that's a little bit of a housekeeping uh, type thing. Uh, by the way, um, actually, also as well, do give me a follow on Twitter as well if you're not yet following me on twitter it's my name is steve o okay and the o is a uh, is the number zero so okay uh my name is steve zero uh is probably best to kind of go by all right uh, but please do give me a follow on there i'm very very active on twitter i have been over the last week just giving my thoughts and opinions on some of the things that i'm actually going to talk about in uh, today's podcast as well um so yeah anyway right anyway so moving on and let's talk about something else uh for you in fact let's talk about uh harry and megan shall we uh i think we will we'll, we'll talk about uh harry and megan um because obviously it's been in the media all week this week in fact it started um harry and megan started being in the media way before uh, the beginning of this week they started being in the media around about midweek last week so i'm probably going to say around about uh wednesday thursday last week is when they were um just you know starting to be in the eye of the media um and yeah and basically um obviously they had that interview with oprah over in the states now this is what i don't understand is you know they left the UK. Obviously, you know, Harry and Meghan, they got married here in the UK. You know, it was a royal wedding, even though really it wasn't a royal wedding, as we've uh, established during this uh, interview that they had with Oprah this past weekend. Um, it was, as, as a matter of fact, it wasn't really a royal wedding as such. It was more of a royal ceremony. And the reason being is because they married secretly in private a few days prior to this royal wedding so are they saying that this royal wedding that they had when we all saw it broadcasted on tv etc etc a couple of years ago now are they saying that that royal wedding was just a, a, a staged wedding you know trying to make it look real as if they were getting married prior to the fact that they got married a few days ago 
you know that it really does not add up it really does not add up at all does it really there um so yeah that that's the bit that really, really does confuse me on that front is you know what what was that because it clearly was not a royal wedding at all you know um and the fact that they were having this private ceremony you know three days prior to their actual and i say that in quotations actual weather uh you know, wedding date you know i mean yeah there, there's something that's that's not right there at all really um but uh yeah that's that's, that's the question that um we have to ask ourselves here is you know is it is it um a proper wedding or is it or was it just a staged wedding? I mean, I like to think of it as a staged wedding and it was just more of a royal ceremony and that's pretty much it, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's one thing I, I took away from this interview. The other thing I took away from this um, interview with Oprah was the bit where Meghan opened up to Oprah and said that she had no idea, no idea how popular and how famous the royal, fa uh, the royal family were. Uh, prior to being in a relationship with with Prince Harry. Now, the thing is, is you know, if you're an American, okay, or if you're anybody in this world, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be Australian, you could be American, you could be South African, you could be any, any anyone of any culture, right? You know, and then you get asked this question about, you know. When you think of the UK, what first comes to your mind, right? Now, a lot of people in these different countries are probably going to say something along the lines of, well, you know, if I think of the UK, you know, I the first thing that comes to my mind would be Big Ben or the London Eye or Buckingham Palace. And believe it or not, Buckingham Palace is where the Queen lives and where, you know, the royal family are associated with now you know if if you think of the term royal royal family you know it, that they're not just famous people you know they, they are not just famous people they are people that bring money into the country for, for first thing you know um you know i mean for example look at the look at the buckingham palace you know we get a lot of tourists come over from various different parts of the country, uh, various different parts of the world. Uh, you know, we have tourists that come uh, over here to the UK, they visit London, and they like to go and see the, the attractions that, you know, that, uh, that is British. Uh, for example, London Eye, the Big Ben, Westminster. Uh, Buckingham Palace is another one of them. And Buckingham Palace is the main, um, is the main iconic landmark that we have in this country which brings in a lot of money you know and a lot of that money you know from time to time you know is used for like refurbishments and stuff like that regardless of whether it's on the inside in the interior of the of buckingham palace or on the exterior or on the outside of um of buckingham palace as well and it just likes obviously they like to keep it fresh you know they do like to keep that fresh so that obviously it brings in a lot of tourists, 
and they can always look at that building and go, okay, this is what's different to this picture that I'm seeing right in front of me, etc., etc. You know, if I wasn't born in this country myself, right? If I was born in another part of the country, uh, in another part of the world, sorry, and someone asked me, when you look at the UK, what first comes to your mind? Uh, to be honest, I probably would be, nine times out of ten, hands down, I'd probably say, well, first thing that comes to my mind when I think of the UK is is Buckingham Palace and the royal family, you know, because they bring in a lot of money into the country. Um, so for Meghan to, to turn around and say uh, in that interview with Oprah this week um, about uh, about her not realising how popular the royal family was, I I really don't believe that for one minute. Now, I get that, that I mean, that, to be honest, this isn't normal, okay? I mean, literally, if... Yeah, what I'm about to say is not normal uh, in a relationship, you know, uh, because, you know, when you do get into a relationship with someone, you don't Google their name, you know, um, because at the end of the day, nine times out of ten, yeah, sometimes they might appear on Google, you never know, um, but, you, but yeah, if it's a public figure, you wouldn't, I mean, it's like me, okay, if I dated somebody who was a public figure, right, I mean, yeah, I mean... The chances of that happening are very, very slim, by the way. Um, dating a public figure, you know, is very, very, very slim. Uh, but if I did date a public figure, would I really Google them? Well, not so much because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you've got to realise that, yes, they do have this, this life where they are very popular, you know, and they're going to be very popular on social media. They're going to be very popular when they're out in public. They're going to have paparazzi around them as well. You know, the end of the day, you just got to come to terms with it. You know, and the thing is, what I don't understand is Megan should already be used to being in the spotlight herself. You know, with her being an American actress before she married into the royal family. So, you know, obviously she should be used to the fact that you, you're going to get paparazzi, you know, taking photos of you leaving uh, a restaurant or, you know, or getting paparazzi taking photos of you, maybe even leaving your home, uh, you know. So, yeah, to be honest, I don't understand the whole commotion on, on that front, you know. And I don't understand why um, Megan just came out with that uh, during that interview that, you know, that yeah that oh well i didn't realize how popular or how famous the royal family is you know um i mean to be honest with you i think a lot i mean i've spoken to a lot of americans um before uh over the last few years um myself you know obviously with me doing a lot of broadcasting online and getting my getting my name out there online as well in various different countries because obviously you know there are people who have got i mean for example i'll give you an example here like tiktok for example you know it's not an app that you can just get here in the uk it's an app that you can get worldwide so people from different parts of the world are going to come across your content you know regardless it's like these podcasts that i do every week you know it might reach a small audience and i'm okay with that by the way i am okay with that if it reaches a small minority of people i'm fine with that but at the end of the day those podcasts are out there online they are out there on the internet and 
people from various different parts of the world are going to access them. It doesn't matter whether they have a Google device. It doesn't matter whether they're going to have an Apple device. It doesn't matter whether, you know, they've got Spotify neither. You know, because obviously you can access Spotify in various different parts of the world. So people from different parts of the world could access my my podcasts, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of American people that I've come across over the last, I'm going to say, six years since I started doing broadcasting online. <clears throat> yeah, when I've asked them before about, you know, when I've said to them before, oh, uh, by the way, I'm from the UK, uh, you know, uh, they do pick up on the fact that I'm from the UK with my British accent. Uh, well, to them, I've got a British accent. Obviously, to me, it's not so much because, you know, I don't really realise it. Um, but obviously, with them as well, they do associate the UK with the royal family as well. You know, oh, the UK, that's where the Queen lives. You know? Um, so, for Meghan to turn around and say that, you know... Oh, well, I didn't realise how popular the royal family is. I, I think that's a bit of a farce, to be honest. I really do think that is a bit of a farce. Uh, I do think she does realise how popular the royal family was. You know, because who doesn't? You know, who doesn't? Like I said earlier in this podcast, if I was not born and raised in this country and I was born in another part of the world and someone asked me, you know what I what comes to mind when I think of when I get when I get said the country the United Kingdom what first comes to mind I would instantly say the royal family or Buckingham Palace you know uh, so there we go um, but yeah so uh, that's just my thoughts on that matter to be honest and you know at the end of the day like I said you yeah if you're if you're dating someone with a very high profile. Uh, like Prince Harry, for example, you're right. Yeah, you wouldn't Google that person, uh, you know. And it's like, I mean, it's like me. Yeah, like I said, if I dated somebody that was a very high public figure, uh, I wouldn't Google them. I wouldn't Google them because that's not normal for you to do at the beginning of a relationship. You know, you don't really want to, you know, at the end of the day, you just go with the flow. You know, you realise that paparazzi... Yeah, they're going to be outside my door. Paparazzi, yeah, they're going to be outside the restaurant that I'm eating at with with my uh, with my girlfriend. Yeah, and stuff like that. So, it is perfectly normal. It is perfectly normal. Um, and, yeah, I just don't get why, uh, why it's a massive, massive fuss to Megan, to be honest. Um, but obviously, you know, the, the other thing you've got to take away from this interview is about a year, maybe two years ago now, Harry and Meghan, they left the UK because they wanted a private life over in the States. You know, they've got their son, Archie. They've got uh, their um, unborn baby daughter as well that that Meghan is expecting. Uh, Meghan did reveal during this interview with with Oprah that uh, they are expecting a a baby girl. So uh, my biggest congratulations to uh, Prince Harry and uh, and Meghan Markle uh, for for that for that uh, piece of news that we did receive. Um, but going back on to this uh, interview uh, with with Oprah and um, Harry and Meghan, you know the the thing I don't get is yeah, like I was just saying, they've got their life in the U.S. in the states. They've got their life with with their son Archie, you know, and their unborn 
baby daughter, which Megan will be having over the next few months, I should expect. Um, and, you know, they then sit down, do this explosive interview with Oprah. They do this explosive interview with Oprah. And, um, yeah, and basically, you know, here they are once again, you know, making themselves known to the public, you know, by bashing the royal family to smithereens, pretty much, in this interview. Um, and, yeah, I mean, literally, um, I'm just messaging my friend back very quickly. Um, this was on an app called uh, Podcasted. <laughs> not Spotify. Uh, pod, yeah, Podcasted, not Spotify. Although it does have, it does have a Spotify layout look. But yeah, anyway, I mean to be honest with you, you could listen to. I I should have realised that myself. Um, so yeah um i should have realized well you got spotify on xbox so yeah you can listen to my podcast on xbox but there we go but then again it was worth looking um going back to the whole podcasted thing but we're moving off off topic here yeah going back to the oprah and harry and megan interview yeah they've got why why is it they're back in the private back in the public eye i have no idea to be honest with you because they wanted that private life they should have kept their private private life you know um otherwise what was the point in moving to the states you know with their son archie if they're just going to be back in the public eye again this, this is what i just don't understand it really is you know um and then obviously they give that interview which they then blast the royal family um for potentially also being racist as well so they pull the race card out uh during this interview uh which i really don't understand why um you know um because at the end of the day it's i mean prince william has now spoken up about the interview he hasn't he hasn't yet spoken to his brother prince harry uh but i'm sure he will do um you never know you could be speaking to him right now at the time recording this podcast you never know um but he has spoken out about it uh he spoke about it yesterday actually on the uh 11th of march uh he spoke about it and he said that his family are very much not a racist family so for them to pull out this race card and go well you know there was discussions uh once at a dinner table um you know in regards to oh i wonder what um archie's skin tone color will look like when he's born you know it's kind of like well was that really said by one of the members of the royal family they have confirmed that you know it wasn't uh, the queen or prince philip who who said these comments uh, comments so it would either be well it could either be kate middleton it could be uh, prince william it could be prince charles you know it could be one of those uh, na- names thrown in the mix there you know um but for them to pull out this race card and then go, oh, uh, by the way, yeah, we're not going to say who uh, who it was. Um, so, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I, I really don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've just received a, uh, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a message uh, from Kyra, which I'm going to have to respond back to very shortly. Um, and yeah, so I, I was just laughing about it, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. Uh, but yeah, anyway, as I was saying, moving on. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I re really, what, what is the point in dishing out the race card? All I'm going to say right now is what's the point in dishing out the race card, you know, and bravely say that that happened at a dinner table, but then back out when you get asked, oh, who, who said this? Who said that comment? You know, um, it's just, it's just spineless. It really is spineless to do that. Um, especially to your own family. Um, so there we go. So yeah, so there's, there, there is that thing. Um, and then obviously, then we had the uh, little bit of uh, tragic news in this interview about Megan and her mental health and her well-being while she was um, with the with the royal family, probably living here in the UK. Um, obviously, the media was putting so much pressure on her. Um, yeah, and I think being known as like a royal, a royal member of the family, is was also probably putting a lot of pressure on her. So, you know, it kind of affected her mental health. It kind of took a toll on her mental health, right? So she spoke to Oprah about that. She said that um, she was having suicidal thoughts, um, you know, uh, during her time as like a member of the royal family here in the UK. Um, and basically, uh, you know, she went to go and seek help. This is what she was telling Oprah during this interview. Uh, she was going to seek help. Now, obviously, the royal family uh, or people uh, who were assisting her in Buckingham Palace or wherever this was uh, taking place just told her basically to move on and, and get on with it. You know, now, I mean, this is this is a bit that I just don't get is, you know, why would you tell somebody who is depressed or who is, um, you know, who is feeling suicidal? Why would you tell them to move on? Um, why would you? Yeah. Why would you tell them to move on um, and get on with it? You know, surely you would want to get them to surely you'd want to for them to seek out help and advice uh, wherever possible. You know, that's like me um as like me for example you know going to work and me telling my work you know oh uh, by the way i'm feeling very depressed and very vulnerable right now and them just telling me and them just going well you know what keep your chin up move on you know and and just get on with it they wouldn't they would literally be there and they would give me the advice they give me the the the, maybe like the number to Samaritans, for example, to seek out help, you know, wherever I possibly need, you know, and they would do everything that they possibly can to make sure that I do get the help that I desperately need. So it's the same with, with the whole Megan and the depression side of things. It's like, why would the, why would Buckingham Palace um, or Windsor Castle, wherever this was, why would the staff there say to her, just keep your head up and move on you know uh why would they not give her the help that she really really needed uh if she was feeling suicidal 
Um, so there's a lot of questions, as you can tell um, from this podcast. There's a lot of questions that were raised, um, you know, that were left unanswered um, in this in this Oprah Winfrey interview thing. And obviously, it did air here in the UK earlier this week. You know, uh, which is where we kind of found out a lot more uh, information um, about uh, the royal family and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, so obviously it's been a bit of a very, very difficult week uh, for the royals uh, because they've had to kind of come out and explain, well, this ain't true, this ain't true. Um, you know, they must have been making this up when they said about this. Yeah, they, they've literally had to kind of drop everything that they were doing uh, royal duty wise and kind of explain well this didn't happen uh or yeah no 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 this didn't happen um so yeah so that's basically it really uh for that matter uh i just thought i'd give my opinions and my thoughts uh on that uh because obviously you know it, it's been it has been talked about quite a lot this week in the news um, and that now actually does bring me over to Piers Morgan actually now um, and ITV because Piers Morgan uh, if you don't know this maybe you already do obviously he is very well known to be a very outspoken broadcaster um, you know he has uh, given his opinions many a times uh, in newspaper articles in um, on on ITV when he does his uh, stints on Good Morning Britain as well he is very very outspoken uh, and this uh, this week on uh, Monday he actually said and this was just hours before the interview aired over here in the UK uh, obviously they were talking about the uh, Meghan Markle's um, suicidal uh, topic uh, they were yeah they were talking about that and they did say that well Piers Morgan did say that he didn't believe that Meghan Markle was feeling suicidal you know um, and he does by the way still stand by them them comments he really does uh, and since then ITV have had over 41,000 people complain to Ofcom about the comments he made in regards to Meghan Markle um, and obviously on Tuesday this was hours before this announcement came about uh, on Tuesday's show on Good Morning Britain this week uh, the weatherman Alex Beresford called him out uh, and the reason being is because he was once upon a time really good friends with Meghan Markle and he used to hang out with her quite a bit uh, until she then got in this relationship with this guy uh, with the, with Prince Harry uh, with this guy with this guy with Prince Harry uh, she got in a relationship with Prince Harry then she then cut him off completely um, and since then they haven't really spoke um, and obviously Alex Beresford called Piers Morgan out on Tuesday's Good Morning Britain this week uh, by saying that you know because she cut him out of her life for good uh, you know that doesn't give him the right to go on to TV and trash her basically which is what he does and he did make a valid point I'm not gonna lie he did make a valid point by saying has Meghan Markle done the same to you has she gone out uh, onto international or national TV stations and uh, trashed you 
No, she hasn't. She's kept her opinions to herself, so why don't you do the same? And that is when Piers Morgan then decided to uh, walk off Good Morning Britain, um, and he then did say that he was done with it. Uh, he did, a few minutes later, go back on to the show and obviously continue presenting the rest of the show. Um, uh, but then, obviously, later Tuesday evening... Uh, it was then announced that obviously ITV had received over 41,000 people complain uh, about Monday's episode of Good Morning Britain where he made those um, uh, Meghan Markle um, comments. And then after that, uh, a few, about half an hour to an hour later, he then announced that he stepped down from Good Morning Britain uh, following those complaints. Um, and that was going to be happening with immediate effect. So, yeah, so basically uh, that did lead to Piers Morgan departing Good Morning Britain. He was on Good Morning Britain for a good six years and he really was pulling in all the ratings. So I can admittedly kind of see that the ratings are probably going to dip uh, for this programme and a lot of people are going to be switching back to various different news channels like BBC Breakfast or Sky News um, is another one. So, yeah, so I could see that happening, to be honest, because Piers Morgan was was the show. Let's face it, he was the show. You know, he was the one that was pulling in the ratings with his very heated debates that he was having on that show. Uh, and obviously, he was clashing quite a lot uh, with a lot of guests. Um, so, yeah, so basically I just thought I'd, I'd get my uh, opinions out on that one. But uh, obviously he is going to be a huge asset. I don't think this is going to be the last that we have heard of uh, Piers Morgan. Obviously there is a brand new news channel launching here in the UK later this year called GB News, uh, which is being fronted by uh, former BBC presenter Andrew Neil. Um, so, and he has actually expressed... That, he, that Piers Morgan would be a huge asset to his channel. So there could potentially be some negotiation talks there uh, in regards to Piers Morgan maybe joining the lineup of GB News when that launches later this year. And would I give that channel a watch if he uh, does appear on that news channel? I certainly would. I definitely do think uh, I would give it um, a watch. I definitely do think it would be a huge asset because uh, I do think for a fact that GB News is definitely going to be needing the ratings, especially when they do first launch their uh, TV channel as well here in the UK later this year. So, yeah, so it is, a, it is, a, it is sad to see uh, Piers Morgan leave the programme. Um, and I do I do feel like Susanna Reid, who was his co-host, uh, is also feeling a little bit gutted with the fact that he has decided uh, to leave the programme. But uh, as he did say um, uh, to press earlier this week that, you know, ITV did agree to disagree. So uh, so obviously he did decide at that point that now was the time uh, to leave ITV and to leave Good Morning Britain. I don't know where that puts his life stories program uh, that he does for ITV. I don't know whether or not they're going to still going to, yeah, if he's still going to be continuing to make them or not, or that's going to be entirely you know axed uh, is again another story so yeah we'll, we'll, we will just wait and see on that matter and 
and see what happens there, really. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, so that's uh, Piers Morgan for you. Obviously, I'll keep you updated um, in terms of what happens there uh, with Piers Morgan and obviously um, if he does decide to go elsewhere. Um, just grab a swig of tea. And continue talking. Uh, anyway, nice little break there. Nice little break. Um, so, yeah, anyway. So, I just thought I'd, I'd get into that um, for you. Um, now, I'm going to talk about something else as well that's happened this week um, in the media. Um I don't really know how long this podcast is going to be because I've still got quite a bit to talk about. Um, but <laughs> but there we go. Um, this is the beauty of these podcasts. Is we can freely talk for however long uh, we want to. And you know, there's no time limit as to how long I want to make these podcasts. So I can make them as short or as long as I really want to. Uh, but anyway, I want to talk about something else. So earlier this week, something really, really tragic happened. This is where my podcast does get uh, a little bit more serious here, okay? Uh, something really tragic did happen in London. Happened uh, late at night when it was dark and nobody was about. Uh, but there was a 33-year-old woman uh, called Sarah Everard. Uh, Everard, sorry. Uh, let me get that name right. Uh, Sarah Everard. Um, her name was and she was abducted uh, she was abducted late at night uh, but believing believe so by a metropolitan policeman um, so and he has now been arrested um, on suspicion of murder um, and obviously they have found human remains as well uh, that could be linked uh, to this woman and it's sparked a bit of a bit of a conversation uh, this week in regards to making women feel a lot more safer out on the streets. Um, <clears throat> now, obviously, I am going to go again into a little bit of a debate here about this, okay? Uh, but there has been calls uh, for there to be a curfew now. I, I understand why, I do understand why that, you know, obviously, you know, there are calls for a, there to be a curfew for men, you know, uh, that has been also uh, trending uh, on Twitter as well, it has been trending on Twitter uh, this week, um, curfew for men, and before you, before, before the, uh, before the woke people decide to come on in listening to this podcast and go well we all know why you disagree with this Steve because you're a man so uh, I do I do disagree with the whole curfew for men okay that, that movement I do disagree with it and the reason being is because well for one it's not because I'm a man you know I you know my, my gender has got nothing to do with this at all it really doesn't okay so I'm just going to put that out there first but I strongly disagree because at the end of the day not every man that a woman's going to come across out in the streets is going to be a let's let's call him a perpetrator okay like me for example I you know if, if you come across me out in the streets and you're a woman you should feel safe uh, because at the end of the day 
yeah, if I if I approached a woman in the streets, the only time I would approach her in the streets when it's dark is if I was in danger myself, you know, um, and there's no one else around. Yeah, if there was no one else around other than another woman who could be potentially across the street from me, across the road from me, and I'm in danger myself, I would approach her because I'd go, well, help me, help me, help me, I'm in danger, you know. But obviously I know that nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be in danger because I'm a man, you know, um, when I'm out out in the dark, really, you know, am I going to be in danger, you know, more, am I going to be more chance in danger than a woman, well, not really, no, you know, um, but a woman on the other hand, obviously, there is, understandably, there are reasons as to why she would be in danger, and that's not okay, you know, that really is not okay, I do fully agree with the fact that, you know, the streets does need to be a bit more of a safer place, for women to it doesn't matter what they're doing out in the streets late at night they could be simply walking home from work they could be simply walking home from a friend's house you know like uh, what Seba, uh, Sarah Everard was doing at the time you know um, and they they should they should feel safe they really do should uh, they really should feel safe uh, it doesn't matter who they come across um, you know and it doesn't matter you know even if it's uh, even if it's a taxi that they get into uh, to get themselves home from work or home from a friend's house you know they should still feel safe to get into that taxi without having that thought in the back of their mind that you know this could be the last thing that they could be doing is jumping into a back of a taxi or the last thing that they could be doing is walking home from work and that's it uh, or, or walking home from a friend's house so you know but i mean to be honest putting a putting a curfew on men i mean i don't think that is really the right movement to go about okay admittedly if there are men out there that have got past convictions of uh, sexual assault, for example, then I, I strongly agree. Curfew for men, yes, on on them, yes. But just because you know a woman is going to come across a man in the streets, um, you know, and they they should they they don't feel safe. I don't think you know there, there's got to be there's got to be rules um, put against this. It shouldn't be okay. Every single man in the UK or every single man in the world, when it gets around about 6 p.m., that's it. You're locked at, You're locked away at home uh, for the rest of the evening. Yeah, you know, it's like going to a night. I mean, yeah. How are uh, how are uh, women or, or men, for example, meant to you know uh, kind of meet each other? You know, in a nightclub, for example, when nightclubs can reopen and stuff like that. If men are being told to be locked away. You know, um, because then that's technically then doing the opposite. Like the tables are turning, um, you know, the tables are turning uh, on that point because it's not going to be the women that are going to be locked away in their homes because they don't feel safe to be outside. No, it's going to be the men being locked away because, you know, they're a danger to women outside and women should be free. I mean, yeah, okay, I do totally get it. We, you know, women are the same as men. They're human beings, you know, and they should feel, like men, they should feel safe to be leaving their homes. They should be able to leave their homes and be outside late at night, you know, and not have to worry about a single thing, you know. And I get that there are guys out there. There are really nasty guys out there, okay? I mean, I'm not one of them. I would never harm a, harm a woman at all, you know, regardless, whether it's behind a closed door or... Or even, for that matter, you know, out on the streets. It's just something that's not my human nature, you know. And I've been in relationships before. And, you know, behind closed doors or 
or anything like that. Not once have I ever laid my laid a finger on a woman. Um, and you know, and going forward in future relationships that I do get into, uh, again, moving forward, that's something that I would never dream of doing or ever do in my life. Is you know, is cause harm to a woman. Um, because my intentions in a relationship is to make that woman feel safe to make her feel secure in that relationship as well um, and to make her feel loved so yeah that, that so there we go so it has brought a massive massive conversation this week on that matter of hashtag not all men or hashtag curfew for men as well um, and obviously I have spoken about this on my Twitter account I spoke about this late last night just getting my thoughts and opinions out there um, so if you do want to uh, see my opinions for yourself, then uh, do give me a follow on Twitter. It's at my name is Steve-O with the uh, O being the number zero, not the letter O. So, yeah, if you do want to give me a follow on there, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, but, yeah, so I just thought I'd just get my thoughts and opinions across on that matter as well i know that this podcast a lot of it has been a lot of serious stuff and i know that it's been a lot of um, me giving my opinions on these sort of things but i just thought it'd be nice to kind of just get my uh, get my word across there uh, on that matter that yeah you know there are some really nasty men out there and i don't really want to put those awful uh, thoughts into a woman's mind if she is listening to uh, this podcast right now there is some really nice decent men out there uh, you know who wouldn't lay a finger on on you uh, if you are out in public um, at all and you know me being one of the uh, prime examples of them um, but yeah I just thought I'd, I just thought I'd get my opinion across uh, on that matter um, but there we go um, so yeah I do hope that really that justice is done uh, for Sarah Everard and my thoughts and uh, my thoughts and condolences do go out to her family and friends uh, there is actually a woman that I do follow on Twitter um, and I do believe actually she did say uh, in one of her tweets earlier this week that this woman literally only lived just around the corner from her uh, in London so yeah so basically it is yeah it is a shame um, and my my thoughts uh, and it is sad. So my my thoughts do go out to uh, her family and friends during this very very difficult time. And I do hope that the streets do become a lot more safer for women. I I do agree that the streets do need to be a lot more safer for women. Um, so you know, uh, regardless of you know what she's wearing and and and, and um, obviously who she's with whether she's on her own or not you know it still should be a much safer place you know and there are times where women they will have a guy that they can trust uh walk them home because that makes them feel safe um and really that shouldn't be the case you know they shouldn't have to trust another man uh to walk them home um just so that they know that you know for their safety that they will get home safely you know they should be able to leave their guy friends or, uh, and female friends behind and be able to walk home on their own with no worries in the back of their mind. I do strongly agree with that matter. Uh, I really, really do. So there we go. That's my thoughts and opinions on that, okay? Uh, right, anyway, so moving on uh, to the next topic that I wanted to talk about in this week's podcast. 
Uh, we're going to go on to more lighter, lighter stuff now. Uh, we're going to go on to more lighter stuff. So, uh, so obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury on Nintendo Switch. As you heard in last week's podcast, if you did listen uh, to last week's podcast, I did receive Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury on Nintendo Switch in the post. Well, I can safely say that a few hours ago, prior to recording uh, this week's podcast, I did actually have a little play with Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury on my Nintendo Switch console. I spent a good 20 minutes, uh, 20 minutes to half an hour having a little go on uh, that game. And my thoughts on it, I really did enjoy it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, and And... it was so easy to control as well obviously i played the game in handheld mode you can play the game in uh on tv as well if you've got the original nintendo switch console so yeah you can uh, dock your nintendo switch console and play it on the tv however if you've got the nintendo switch Lite, then obviously you can only play the game uh via handheld mode and that's it but again with handheld mode it is very very easy to control um, you know, and it's very, very nice that uh, this game has been. Um, it yeah, it has been. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, um, damn! I had the word earlier as well. Um, it begins with the letter P. 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 Um, Oh, I can't remember the word, but yeah, let's just say it's been transferred for now, okay? Because uh, that's kind of another meaning uh, for it. Um, but yeah, it's nice that the game has been transferred uh, over from the Nintendo Wii U, uh, where this game originated from, uh, over to uh, the Nintendo Switch console. So it's always nice uh, for it uh, to be <clears throat> on on that console. Um, so yeah, I, I, I quite like it. Um, and you know, obviously the levels are very recognizable to when I played, uh, the, uh, played the Wii U version of the game. As a matter of fact, I only got the Wii U version of, uh, Super Mario 3D World, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I remember playing it on my Nintendo Wii U console. Um, and I really did enjoy it on the Wii U as well. So, uh, it was really nice to play it on the uh, Nintendo Switch console this time around. Uh, Bowser's Fury. Yeah, with Bowser's Fury and I did do a YouTube video actually uh, which will be going up on my YouTube channel Steve Official uh, at some point over the next few weeks. Um, but on my YouTube channel on, on my YouTube video that I made for this uh, for this game I did say that with Bowser's Fury I was more expecting that you was going to need to play the game entirely um like the super mario 3d world game you're going to need to play that entirely uh before moving on and playing bowser's fury i thought bowser's fury was going to be like some sort of like special level or something where you had this massive round where you had to defeat this really big boss version of bowser but that's not really the case uh clearly not because this time around you had, um, yeah, you had Super Mario 3D World in one section of the game, 
And then the other section of the game, you had Bowser's Fury. And it's nice because it kind of feels like you're also getting an extra brand new, never before played game um, in the game as well. So it's kind of like a two-in-one game, uh, really, which is what I also really like about it. And, you know, you're, you're having to do these various different levels in order to defeat... Um, you know Bowser and his fury as well um, and I've never ever in all my time playing Mario games I've never seen Bowser get so worked up and so angry in a game before uh, so yeah it was very very interesting to see that um, and I do absolutely love the visuals in this game I love the uh, the motion control feedback as well that you get uh, like the vibration feedback you get in this game as well with the uh, remote controls uh, really really do like that as well so yeah i i really do i really do enjoy it um and i do hope and pray that um you know that there are going to be some more um some more mario games that are going to be transferred over to um nintendo switch from various other consoles you know i really do hope and pray that does happen um yeah i really do like um uh, mario 3d world redo um it's kind of an open world uh type thing as well uh which again i really really like uh, there's no time limit on the levels neither uh so you know you can freely have a little wander around uh all the various different uh, levels uh, and then yeah there's no time limit so it's not like as if you're gonna lose any of your lives anytime soon um, and yeah so I really did think this was a fantastic game would I recommend this uh, to other Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite owners and uh, uh, friends and family who are considering getting a Nintendo Switch console definitely yes I would recommend it uh, because it is definitely a fantastic game and yeah i definitely do recommend it so there is some other uh mario games that i'm looking uh looking into getting maybe at some point later this year you know if i decide to take a break from collecting some funko uh pop vinyls uh then i will definitely uh get a couple of other mario games that i do want to play on my nintendo switch console um one of them being the um what was uh one of them being uh, luigi's mansion 3 uh is one of them uh the other one is actually also what's the other one uh super mario maker 2 now i remember playing mario maker 2 on the nintendo wii u console um and i i literally could not get enough of playing Mario Maker on that. So if I got Super Mario Maker 2 again. That would be a game that I would be playing continuously. Um, it really would be. So I just also need to point out. While we're on the subject of Mario uh, Mario games. On the uh, Nintendo Switch console. If you're looking at getting the Super Mario 3D All-Stars game. Where you've got uh, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy which is three Mario games in one, uh, then you do need to hurry because you've only got until the 31st of March uh, to get that game on Nintendo Switch before it does get uh, discontinued. I got the game on Nintendo Switch last year and 
it's a game that I do get, I do pick up and play every now and then, and I absolutely love playing it. Uh, it takes me back to my childhood, especially playing Mario 64. Um, I didn't play Mario 64 so much on the Nintendo 64 console, um, but I do remember playing Mario 64 quite a lot on the Nintendo DS console because they did have a DS version of uh, Mario 64, and I absolutely loved playing that growing up so going back and revisiting all those old levels on mario 64 just takes me back to the days when i used to play it on my uh nintendo ds console so yeah so i do love it i really do um but like i say you got until the 31st of march to pick up your physical copy of super mario 3d all stars all right just thought i'd uh, give you a little warning there um so that's my review anyway of uh super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury on nintendo switch it is available to buy uh right now in all good retailers on uh nintendo switch or if you've still got a wii u uh then obviously you can get the original super mario 3d world game on wii u uh again it should be available in all good retailer stores wherever sells uh wii u games um maybe amazon amazon or ebay is probably uh, your best bet now uh so there we go so that's my thoughts and opinions uh on that now i'm gonna move on to um oh and by the way i just talk just very quickly just say that my youtube uh, video uh obviously where i'm gonna with my youtube video that i did earlier today with mario 3d world um I did show off some gameplay as well. That video will be coming out to my YouTube channel, Steve Official, over the next few weeks. Um, I will confirm a, a, a release date uh, in next week's podcast, all right, when that uh, video will be released for you guys to watch, okay? And it does also uh, feature a little review, a brief review of my thoughts on the game as well, okay? Uh, so there we go. So that's my uh, thoughts on that. Uh, now I need to talk let's talk about one division and then we're going to talk about Tuesday okay and then that's going to be a wrap uh, for the podcast this week okay so one division the series has now officially wrapped uh, completely there is no more brand new episodes coming to Disney plus we are at the time of recording this podcast one week away until uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts streaming on Disney Plus and I am starting to get a little bit hyped up about that really I'm looking forward to uh, giving that a watch when that does start streaming on Disney Plus um, but uh, WandaVision though what's my thoughts on WandaVision well the series as a whole it starts off admittedly in my opinion it starts off really bad um, and it was a series that I thought, okay, maybe this isn't something worth sticking around for. But as you continue to go on with the episodes, the more episodes you watch, the more you start getting your teeth stuck in to this series. And the more you start trying to get all these fan theories across, like, oh, I wonder if this is going to happen next. You know, it's literally one of those shows where you expect the unexpected uh, with this show. It really is. Expect uh, the unexpected. Uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't expecting to see 
Quicksilver, aka Pietro Maximoff, uh, appear in this show. You know, so that was a huge surprise uh, and a nice little cameo from the X-Men version of uh, Quicksilver, which is played by Evan Peters. We know that this isn't the real Pietro Maximoff that got killed in Avengers Age of Ultron. If you're wondering who Pietro Maximoff is, that's Wanda's twin brother who, like I just said, uh, died in Avengers Age of Ultron. He got shot down by Ultron. Uh, so, yeah, so... Uh, it was a very nice surprise to see that the X-Men version of Quicksilver, a.k.a. Pietro Maximoff, uh, was featuring in this series of WandaVision. Uh, by the way, this does contain uh, some spoilers, so I would probably suggest that you kind of skip the next five or ten minutes of this podcast if you are still yet to sit down and watch WandaVision on Disney+, Plus, or if you're still yet to watch the series finale of WandaVision on Disney+, Plus, then... I'd probably suggest skipping the next five or ten minutes of this uh, segment of the podcast uh, and then come back um, when you have finished watching uh, all the episodes of WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. So obviously obviously with um, Quicksilver, we know that something isn't right there. We know that obviously Pietro died in Age of Ultron. So who is this version of Pietro that Evan Peters is playing in WandaVision? Well, we then find out in the series finale that he is being uh, that he is actually his real name is Ralph Boner, um, and that, I'm not even kidding neither. I didn't just randomly say the word Boner just for the fun of it. No, that is actually his name in the series. Um, so yeah, and you got to kind of laugh at that. To be honest, you really have got to laugh at that. Um, it was quite funny. I found it very very comedic, um, and. Yeah, I I really did, you know, I mean, it was kind of a bit of a, I mean, some people, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a mixed review on that front, isn't it? Reveal, review. Because people are going to go, well, that's kind of lame. Or other people are going to be like, well, actually, no, that's pretty funny. You know, I was one of those people that found it pretty funny. Um, you know, and then obviously you've got Agnes, the nosy neighbour as well. Um, you know, and... Can we all just take this this moment to kind of appreciate and applaud Catherine Hayne for the work that she did playing this nosy neighbour, um, Agnes, uh, who was then later revealed to be Agatha Harkness, which in the comics, if you do read the Marvel comics, uh, she is Wanda's mentor. And I do know for a fact that she is going to come back at some point in the future, maybe in a Marvel movie, we will see her come back again. Uh, and she will continue to play Agatha Harkness uh, because, like I said, she is Wanda's um, mentor. So, you know, and I think Wanda is going to need her um, right now, especially now that she's now got this uh, Scarlet Witch powers. She's going to need to learn to control those powers. So she's going to need her mentor, Agatha Harkness, there to kind of help and guide her to kind of keep control of these powers that she has now claimed. Um, so, yeah, so, if you're wondering who the big bad villains are of, uh, WandaVision, well, it's not Magneto, it's not Mephisto, neither, it's, there's two big bad, big bad villains in this, so the first big bad villain is, is grief, you know, and this isn't literally, I mean, this is the emotion, grief, you know, uh, we do see that obviously Wanda, she is in a very, very, very bad state. You know, she's obviously lost 
uh, vision three times um, and she was going to spend the rest of her life with him in this little town this little New Jersey town called Westview um, they were going to spend the rest of their married life together and have kids uh, and stuff like that and obviously that was the life that she wanted which is why she made this hex um, and that is why she you know obviously made this fake vision out of this mind stone that she has inside her um, so yeah so she made up this vision uh, to kind of help her process this grief um, and Westview for her became this dream world like everyone who lived in Westview became became like puppets uh, to her it really did uh, become like puppets to her and yeah and basically you know uh, obviously she was uh, we, d we do see in episode 8 of WandaVision that you know the sitcom idea kind of came from when she was a kid when she used to sit round the family TV in the living room uh, with her mum and dad and her uh, twin brother Pietro they used to sit down and watch this sitcom uh, called The Dick Van Dyke Show uh, you know which was a very popular show in the 60s um, and yeah that's where the sitcom idea came from uh, when she obviously uh, created this hex so there is a lot of answers uh, well a lot of questions that do get answered uh, in the series which I am very very satisfied with um, and but it does at the same time leave a lot of unanswered questions as well uh, I'll give you a prime example so basically when Vision died in Avengers Infinity War by Thanos after Thanos got the Mind Stone out of his forehead to, in order to complete the Infinity Gauntlet and to do the snap um, obviously Vision's body then gets taken away by Sword and they then start obviously doing all this different work on uh, on Sword uh, on, on Vision uh, now obviously Wanda kind of wants to take Vision's body and have a proper funeral for him do a proper burial service for him but um, the uh, main guy of Sword Hayward um, doesn't allow her to do that so that's when obviously she then goes to Westview and creates this massive massive hex and obviously creates vision from the Mind Stone that she has absorbed inside her so yeah so there is that um, and then obviously we then find out that vision is uh, vision is be basically being uh, he's basically being relaunched again as a white uh, vision um, and he, this vision has got one thing in mind he has got um, one target one mission which is to go inside the hex and basically kill Wanda um, and he as we do see in the series finale uh, he sets out on a mission but however we then see that he then has a uh, standoff with uh, the fake vision that's inside the hex uh, and then the fake vision then gives uh, the 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 vision uh, we then see the vision getting fake visions memories especially the times that he has spent with Wanda prior to his death um, and obviously him getting the Mind Stone taken out of him by Wanda and by Thanos as well um, in Avengers Infinity War so and then after that we then see the vision fly off and then that's it we don't see him again uh, afterwards 
So it does kind of raise the question, well, where did the Vision fly off to? Where did he go? I mean, we, we don't know. We honestly do not know. Uh, so, yeah, so it is a shame uh, that we leave with that question unanswered. Um, it also is quite upsetting because we did have some post credit scenes as well throughout uh, that series. More towards the end of the series rather than the beginning of the series. We saw the uh, post credit scenes. I'd probably say from like episode 7 to episode 9. We saw those post credit scenes take place. Um, and not in any of those did we see like Doctor Strange appearing. Now, obviously, the reason why I mentioned Doctor Strange is because that is where Wanda's uh, story as Scarlet Witch is next going to be the turning point. We're next going to be seeing her in Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness, uh, which is going to be released in cinemas next year in around about March, April time. Uh, and that's going to be, yeah, the main story behind that uh, movie is going to be uh, Wanda-Scarlet Witch. So... Yeah, so obviously that they haven't really. So it's a shame that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays uh, Doctor Strange, didn't make a, a surprise cameo in that. And a lot of fans were expecting him to make an appearance in that as well. So yeah, um, but yeah, so it is a shame that um, we um, we didn't see him. Um, but I mean, to be honest, it it still was pretty pretty good i really did love the series i'm not gonna lie i really did love it um and i hope and pray that you know uh that we get to explore a lot more i just hope and pray that now dot strange uh multiverse of madness does this scarlet witch just wander maximoff story justice that is what i do hope for and also as well that wandavision uh does kind of set the story up uh for some of the other characters that we do see as well um, in the series. Like Jimmy Woo, for example. He is next going to be appearing in the next Ant-Man movie. Which I believe is going to be coming out either next year or the year after. In 2023. Uh, you're also going to see Darcy Lewis as well. Played by Cap Dennings. Uh, she's next going to be appearing in Thor Love and Thunder. Which is the fourth Thor movie. Uh, so that's where you can expect to find her. And then there's Monica Rambeau as well. Monica Rambeau you're next going to see in uh, Captain Marvel 2. Uh, so yeah, that's where you're next uh, going to find her. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much everyone that I have covered. I do have a feeling that we are going to see Wanda and Vision reunite once again. Uh, now that obviously we've got this uh, Vision that S.W.O.R.D. Uh, decided to do. Um, or decide to rebuild um, so yeah I definitely do think that now that he has actually got all of his memories back uh, prior to his death we are definitely going to be seeing uh, Vision again uh, that's for sure so uh, but yeah I mean to be honest I am really looking forward to seeing what else uh, is coming up uh, in, term in terms of what Marvel have got up their sleeves uh, which is why I'm saying that I am looking forward to watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. I'm looking forward to watching that. Hopefully, uh, from next week. Uh, there's going to be six episodes of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so the series is going to be a little bit shorter 
than WandaVision, but I'm I'm certain looking at the trailer that this this series, this show is gonna be absolutely epic. Um and then obviously you've got Loki which will be coming out on June eleventh. Um so yeah, so again I'm looking forward to watching Loki. Um and yeah, we'll just see where it goes from there. Obviously you've got the animated what if uh, Marvel series as well? That's coming out later this year. You got She Hulk. You got Ms. Marvel as well. All those TV series uh, will be and Hawkeye as well. Uh, you got all those TV series coming out uh, towards the end of the year as well. So all throughout this year, here on Steve's uh, weekly podcast, there is going to be a review of a Marvel show. Okay, and even the Marvel movies as well. Obviously, we've got The Eternals, Shang-Chi, um, Black Widow, and Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. All those movies are expected to be released in cinemas later this year, uh, when the cinemas are safe to reopen again. So, again, I will be going to the cinema, and I will be going to watch all four of those Marvel movies when they do get released. And, again, I will give you my uh, thoughts and opinions uh, on those movies uh, on my weekly podcast throughout this year as well. Uh, there is one more thing that I just want to talk about in terms of WandaVision as well. Uh, well, actually, two more things. First thing is, was I very satisfied with how the um, series ended? I was. Um, I mean, a lot of people are asking about a second series. I don't think there is going to be a second series. I think this show was just there to set up um, for this movie, Doctor Strange, Mad, um, Multiverse of Madness which is coming out next year I think it was just there to do its job and then that's it, I don't think there is going to be a second series but again I was satisfied with how it ended, I do think it kind of set up the uh, Doctor Strange movie and the Captain Marvel uh, 2 movie as well, uh, I do think it did set them up really really nicely uh, as well so yeah i i am looking forward uh to seeing this to be honest uh progress uh all these marvel shows and it's nice to know that they are connecting with uh the movies as well so you know so uh but uh the other thing i wanted to talk about uh in terms of wandavision is if you want to go behind the scenes of wandavision well now you are you do now have the chance to do that uh, because one, uh, Marvel's uh, assembled the making of WandaVision. It's an hour-long documentary which goes behind the scenes of the series. is now available to stream on Disney+. Plus. All right, uh, so that is available to stream. I might give it a watch. I'm not going to say that I'm going to give it a watch today. Uh, probably not, but maybe at some point this weekend I might if I decide to. I might just give it a watch and see what it's like. So... Uh, there we go. Um, right, okay, I've got one more thing to talk about in this week's podcast, okay, uh, which is my day with Kyra that I had. Obviously, last week in the podcast, I spoke about uh, me meeting up with Kyra. The restrictions here in the UK have eased only slightly now. So schools, colleges, and some university students have now gone back. Uh, obviously, there is going to be some rapid testing done in uh, more particular in secondary schools and in colleges and some universities as well. So, yeah, so basically uh, some restrictions have eased and 
Uh, obviously, that's one of the restrictions that has eased here in the UK this week. The other restriction that got eased was uh, visits in care homes. So a uh, you know a named person, a named visitor, um, you know, or a dedicated visitor, as I should say, uh, is you know is now allowed to go into a care home and hold the hand of a vulnerable person that they have relative wise uh, inside that care home. So yeah, there is that uh, rule that was also eased this week. The other rule that eased this week was you were allowed to leave your house to meet up with a friend and go for a coffee on a park bench uh, or go for a picnic. Uh, and obviously I did take advantage of this. I did go out and I went and saw my best friend Kyra this week. Um, and I must say it was a, an amazing day. We went to uh, this place that I've never been before, uh, but she's been there loads and loads and loads of times, uh, which was St. Catherine's Hill. Um, and it's uh, it's a hill in Christchurch in Dorset, not to be confused with uh, Christchurch in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, and I really did enjoy it. The, the scenery up there is really, really nice. The viewpoint is really, really nice as well. You've got a very nice clear view of the church that they have over in Christchurch as well in Dorset. Um, and yeah, it was just a really, really lovely day out. The weather was nice. It weren't too hot, weren't too cold just about right temperature wise um obviously we had a really nice uh picnic together as well um and we did have our vlogging cameras out and we were vlogging with each other as well um and yeah it, it was absolutely amazing i really did enjoy it um and i look forward to seeing kyra again uh we have kind of I guess you could say kind of planned what we're going to do next um I think the idea is she's going to kind of come to me and uh we're going to do something locally near where I live uh here in the UK so we're going to yeah we're going to see what happens there obviously we do live uh local uh to um yeah we do live local from each other so just putting that out there just in case people think well she can't really go to you just yet steve because she's not allowed to uh travel too far but she's not really traveling that far anyway i'm getting a call i'm getting a call one second Sorry about that, I just had a bit of a phone call. Uh, so anyway, as I was talking about uh, with Kyber and stuff. Um, so yeah, and I really did enjoy uh, my, de my day out with Kyra, I really, really did. And also as well, um, I also did something brand new this week as well while I was with Kyra. We basically, well, she she's recently brought an e-scooter. Uh, so she said to me um, about me giving a go, having a go on it. So I did. I had a little go of, uh, on it. And I must say, I really, really, well, when I say I really, really did enjoy it, I did. Um, and she said about me getting one. And at the moment, I'm in two minds about getting one at the moment. Um, I'm not too sure uh, whether or not I want to get one or not at the moment. I, I don't know. Uh, but maybe if I maybe have another little go on it um and stuff then maybe that might kind of you know give me a decider as to oh yeah mate i will get it or oh no i won't get it uh so there we go um yeah um 
but there we go. Anyway, I've just received a message. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I when I paused the podcast as well to get the phone call. Um, yo. Uh, I also messaged my best friend Kyra, and um, yeah, she's just um, but um, yeah, she's just messaged me back. So, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Uh, right, anyway, uh, okay, I, th- I think that is everything that I'm wanting to talk about in this week's podcast because, um, yeah, I've been talking for a little while now and, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do think that, yeah, we, we've, we've over, I've overstayed my welcome, uh, on this podcast this week. I've had a lot to talk about, uh, but thank you for listening. If you have listened to the entirety of this podcast you are a legend and you are amazing uh if you are if you have listened to the entirety of this podcast then you are amazing uh right coming up next week i will tell you about my week um oh actually before i go uh, let me talk about justice league snyder cut justice league and now tv i was meant to talk about that weren't i before i go um very quickly uh, Snyder Cut Justice League. It's a four-hour movie. Uh, it is going to be streaming on Now TV and Sky Cinema on the 18th of March. Okay, so if you're wondering where to watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League, um, it's a DC movie. I don't think really I'm going to give it a watch personally, but that's just me. I have seen Justice League before, by the way, but yeah, personally, I don't think I'm going to sit down and watch a four-hour. DC movie when I, I'm more into Marvel than DC. Um, so that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. Second thing I wanted to talk about was Now TV is being rebranded to just simply Now. Uh, I don't know when that rebrand is going to happen. It might happen over the next month or two. Um, so keep an eye out uh, for that. But I just thought I'd let everyone know uh, about that change as well okay uh so yeah that's everything that i wanted to talk about in this week's podcast hope you guys enjoyed uh this week's podcast uh don't forget as well on apple Podcasts, you can leave a review so uh be more than happy for you guys to leave a review on apple Podcasts if you are listening to this podcast on an apple device be very much appreciated and also as well uh don't forget to give me a follow on twitter it's my name is steve-o with the o being a naught a zero and also don't forget to give me a follow on uh instagram as well i just burped by the way pardon me oh that was not manly like was it steve it really wasn't uh don't forget to give me a follow on uh instagram it's uh the geeky stevie uh funko steve and the hungry steve as well on instagram or if you want to follow me on my personal instagram it's stevegram yeah, Steve Graham official. That's the one. Uh, and also as well, don't forget to give me uh, a follow on YouTube, which is Steve official, and on Twitch, which is Steve Crosby official. Uh, that's all from me though. It's goodbye. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next Friday with episode twenty-three of my podcast. But from me, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Speak soon. <laughs>